Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by Jir Dad. Hi. Jir Dad, you're German. Yeah. Germany, in the past, did some bad stuff. Had some Nazis. Yep. You gonna uh, fly the Nazi flag in Germany <laughs> to celebrate your heritage? No, it's illegal. Yeah. Fucking today, I was driving up, and we'll talk about the road trip on the podcast, but I was driving up. Uh, leg two from Savannah, Georgia to home. And when you go through Virginia, there's a stretch of 95 where there's these big, giant Virginia battle flags. That's what most people call the Confederate flag, the orange one with the crisscrossy blue stripes and the Wait, stars. Wait, most people call them the Confederate flag. Yeah. The Virginia diehards call them something else. Yeah. So big, giant ones of those flying. Mm-hmm. And I took a picture of it. Pisses me off every time I see it. So I took a picture of it when I was driving and I put it on the snaps and said, fuck you guys. And then a bunch of people tried to explain to me both. I didn't call it the Confederate flag, men. but they, yeah, it was all men. Yes, all men. Uh, that was the uh, Virginia battle flag. It was not the Confederate flag. And also like what you just upset about people expressing their rights and like hashtag heritage. And I blocked all those people because like one you know it pisses people off. You know that if you're flying that flag, that people think it means slavery. And you, I, I will give you the benefit of the doubt and pretend that you think it doesn't have anything to do with slavery and white supremacy. But you know that other people do, and you're flying it anyway. Even if you think the swastika doesn't have anything to do with exterminating people and um, subjugating people and working people to death and systematically eliminating races... If you fly it, you know you're making people feel terrible. Yeah. You're a terrible person. You're going like, well, I don't care that the Nazis used it for this. I don't care that, like, these traitors to the United States who... The, it was not the United States that no. flew that flag. Traitors. It was traitors to the United States who were fighting against the United States flew that flag and also were fighting in favor of slavery... Like, we're going to give them a pass on all that because hashtag heritage. Fuck you. There are, like, lots of amazing people in the South who don't feel that way. And you're just being an asshole. And most of those flags are flying in, oh, I don't know, Ohio, Illinois. Ugh. You remember the Illinois Nazis? I bet they fly that flag. I hate Illinois There's Nazis. a good freaking Venn diagram for you. And then, like, Ohio was not in the South. It's not hashtag heritage. It's just hashtag piss you off. Ugh. Own the liberals, be mean to people for the sake of being mean. And that's totally unnecessary. So here's the thing, guys. We try not to be political, but like... Yeah, well, we... Whoops. Yeah. The, the thing is, this isn't political. This is just not being an asshole. So, right. like, if you want to enjoy our dog content, um, you can't think slavery was okay. You yeah. can't think that, like, think some fair. people are less human than other people. Like, it's a prerequisite for joining this club. Uh you want to, like, have a little confederate flag in, like, your pen holder, whatever. Have a man cave where you, like, watch confederacy movies and be confederate, you, you know. Or do for okay. reenactments. Do, do for yourself. I think that's okay. That's not, you're not trying to, like, make people feel bad. Ugh. But, like, all these people today, I was like, well, this is easy blocking. Block, block, block. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, could you please not post this? And I was like, go to hell. I'm going to post whatever I want. Like, if I want to be like, slavery was bad and the Confederacy was traitorous to the United States, I'm going to say that. Yeah, it was. Like, you just, you got to be okay with that to follow us. So, 
been bugging me all day. Uh, <laughs> not that I have been in the most generous place today. Because <laughs> you were. You did not start out well. For no. You. Ugh. All right. So I got home today, which is great because I've missed your dad tremendously. Oh, I, yes, I missed yeah, you. Yeah, I missed you too. Um, because you've been gone from the Keys for a long time. And so today I arrived home after two days of road tripping. And day one was fine. We got up around six, which is early for me. We, that's not me. We, everybody but you. Yeah, you actually probably got up around six too, but not with us. Uh, we, me and the girls got up at six. We were on the road, I think by 7.30. From the Keys to Georgia, a Savannah, outside Sad. Savannah. It was so sad. I've been like intermittently crying for the last two days because I'm so sad to have left the Keys because clearly it is like the part of the country where my soul belongs. Also, just I'd like to add Union in the Civil War. <laughs> Florida was part of the Confederacy, but the Union held Key West. So um, go Key West. No Confederate flags down there. They'll, all the Confederates had to flee because the Union held the Keys. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was very sad to leave. The wall of palms got installed. It's freaking amazing. Uh, all we'll the neighbors love it. Mailbox now. Manatee mailbox got installed. And whoever came up with the first name Hugh for the manatee mailbox is freaking genius. I just didn't, I, I didn't even appreciate it at first. It was, it's awesome. It's humanity. <laughs> I got to say, like one person oh, suggested man. it and I adopted it, but there, a number of people suggested They're, humanity. You're all individually geniuses. I'm so Kudos funny. to you all, yes. We're just giggling about so it constantly. So good, so good. So yeah, just as we got kind of everything set, I had to leave. Uh, <laughs> and so it's fine. So we drove, we stayed at the same place that we stayed on the way down outside Savannah, which is great. It's really nice. And uh, had some visitors. Yeah, a couple of uh, fans drove down from Savannah and brought the girls carrots, and uh, that was really nice. So we had some visitors last night, and I was really tired. Uh, I ran twenty five miles on Sunday. I was telling your dad I feel a little bit like a slacker that I didn't just tack on another one point two so I could call it a marathon. But, <sighs> so meaningless. Uh, yeah, it was I was like I was fine. I was done. Um, so I ran 25 miles on Sunday, and then we left on Monday, so I didn't run yesterday, but I was still tired, and, uh, so I went to bed, what, like 10.30, I think we talked last night, mm -hmm. I was probably kind of curling up, going to sleep around 11, and I think every 45 minutes last night, a dog got me up, they had to go out, they were panting, I mean, their routine's all disrupted, so normally they sleep really well, you know, we'll have one dog who needs to go out in the yeah. middle of the night. It's an unfamiliar house and weird yeah. sounds and stuff, yeah. So I'm, like, constantly getting up and then, like, I don't want to get, like, all the way dressed. So I'm, like, wrapping myself up in, like, comforter, taking a dog out, bringing him back in, trying to go back to sleep, and then another dog. And so finally at 4 a.m., I think Kesa was, like, scratching her face or something, and I woke up and I was like, let's just go. Like, this has not been a productive night of sleep. Let's just go. So I fed them, like, jammed everything in the car. It's, Four like, dark, dark, dark. Dark, dark. Yeah. It is middle of the night dark because uh, it, it was the middle of the friggin' night. <laughs> and uh, we were on the road by 4.30 a.m. on the way home. I am not a morning person at all. I am often still awake at 4.30 
Uh, yeah, I but guess that feels better than being awake. I feel great when I'm still up at 4.30. I feel like death when I am awake for the day at 4.30. Uh, it was a really bad move on my part. I was like, because I was thinking like, well, like the benefit, I was joking about it with GR Dad last night. Like, look, if they get me up at 3.30 or 4, I'm just going to go. And uh, Vink was listening. Yeah, Vink was listening. Because I was like, well, if I leave that early, I would miss the traffic in D.C., but God, it was a terrible idea. It was so much work to keep my focus, like just to keep my eyes focused on the road for like the first four hours until it got to be like 830, which is when I kind of naturally would wake up. Uh, The whole day was really hard. So the girls were great, though. Like Maggie is just a champion in the front seat. The only issue we had going down is that uh, and this happens all the time when you put a dog in the front seat is that they'll bump the gear shift. And so the Jeep has it where if you bump it sideways, it'll like shift up or down. Like you can kind of manually oh, like shift. Sport shift. Yeah. yeah. And so she'd occasionally bump it. I had like a piece of cardboard, but she'd still block it. So for some reason, there was some weird like wire rack, like would be on a grill or something at the house in the Keys. Yeah. I think it was like from a, I don't know. Yeah, there was no grill, but this wire rack was just laying around when we bought the house. And so I had it actually in the recycling bin and I was like, gosh, that would be perfect. And it like, you can wedge it right between the seat and the console and it perfectly like covers up that space. And I like draped a little towel over it and it was great. (laughs) Like Maggie was leaning on it. She'd rest her head on it. Could not get to the gear shift. We had absolutely no problem. So it's now part of the like, kit that i'm gonna keep together for if i drive all five dogs down to the front seat conversion kit yep it's got like the maggie bed the little towel and then uh and then this grate which was perfect um queso and vink right in the cargo area together and queso like leans back against the door the back door and they sleep kind of like yin yang like all curled up together but they have plenty of space Hops and Jasmine get the back seat and they like sit on each other. So like Hops will be laying down and Jasmine will just sit like her butt on top of Hops. <laughs> but they both seem okay with it. Hops doesn't care and Jasmine doesn't notice. Yeah. Uh yeah. so they were great, real champions on the drive. Uh but I am so exhausted. So I met I got home at like three today. Because uh, I had to stop a whole bunch in those first four hours so I could, like, get out of the car and jump around and, like, keep myself awake. Uh, never again will I leave at 4 a.m. even if I'm awake. Mm. Um, so it took a little bit longer than normal. And, and I did catch a tiny bit of traffic, which slowed me down probably 20 minutes. Um, but I got home at, like, 3. I made your dad a pie because I love you. Oh, thanks. Pie equals love. Pie equals love. Thank and you. then... Uh, put on my running stuff and I ran the five miles from here to uh, the restaurant where we had dinner changed in the Starbucks. Uh, It's interesting, like Starbucks instituted that new policy that like you don't have to be a customer to use their bathrooms. Like over the summer after they arrested those like black guys who are waiting for their friends. Mm. Um, And so now I don't feel guilty about using their bathroom to change. Uh, It was all homeless people in Starbucks though. Today? When I, yeah, when I went in, there was like six homeless people in there. Well, um, good for Starbucks. So. Yeah, doing a service, Starbucks, good job. It's cold here still, by the way. It's still like under 50. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it was probably 45. And yeah. uh, anyway, it's changed at Starbucks, met your dad for dinner, and then we got home like 
20 minutes ago and I was like, so I'm going to bed. What is it now? Like 9.30? You don't want to know. It's not even, I mean, in some time zones, I'm sure it's later. It's not. I can't see what time it is. It's fine. It's dark. It's dark. 9.18. It's dark. Oh, you're killing me. It's dark outside. It's fully dark. Fully dark. Uh, I'm so tired. It's fine. The sangria might have helped by the cocktail of the day is sangria. Is sangria from Haleo. Which I think has been the cocktail of the week like three times. Cava sangria. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's cava sangria. So it's got like the sangria base, but then instead of red wine, it's got like sparkling white Spanish wine. Uh-huh. Oh, that stuff is so good. I tried to make it when we went down to the Keys the first trip down in December. I found a recipe and I tried to make it and it was like undrinkable for yeah, and me. And I tried and I got, you got surprisingly you hammered. Yeah. Weirdly. Well, I had like the spins. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. This never happens with GR Dad. No way. No. It just it just co- totally knocked me on my butt. It's weird because like, like we've gone out and you've had sort of too much to drink and you just normally fall asleep. I have a. In I mean, fine. there's a certain predictable curve of alcohol effect. This one just like yeah, s- just like went straight up. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was weird. I mean, not good not good. Amazing. No, you did not feel good. I was like, holy, what? It's spinning. Yeah. It's spinning. But it's because I had like. The the recipe is like so you have one bottle of kava and then there's like half a quarter cup of vodka a quarter cup of Cointreau there's probably like a full cup of liquor that goes in the pitcher with the kava and I had like one very small glass of it and I was like this is crappy and then I think you finished it I did somehow it was all but I mean I've had drinks before right yeah that's just just, a lot of drinks I guess it was like a pitcher of liquor. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't much to cut it with. If you had drank just the liquor part of it, it would have been a lot. It, I did. It was. And then you also had the kava. Uh, you had I a probably whole like had a beer at the end because that's how smart I am. And <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was not a good night for it you. All kind of, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna be asleep before ten o'clock tonight, and that's fine. I'm very tired. Uh, so I'm glad to be with you. I'm very sad to have left the keys. And uh, yeah, but good job driving. I don't know how many miles. Eight hundred, a thousand miles. No, twelve hundred fifty miles. Twelve hundred fifty miles in two days. Yep. Uh, with, with five dogs, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We have a a good routine. I gotta say, like they really, I take them out like twice, like every four hours, three or four hours. Yeah. I mean, I stop more than that. I have to. I drink constantly when I'm driving. So I have to stop like every hour and a half to pee. Uh, I don't take them out every time, but kind of every other time I'll take them out. Just one at a time. They do their business. They get back in the car. They like being in there. Uh, they drink their water. So we're pretty efficient at it at this point. You're a podcast driver. Yes. I listen to, I think, like 12 episodes of My Favorite Murder on the drive. <laughs> so much that like last night in in my very fitful sleep, I was dreaming that like someone was breaking in to the house and I was like trying to shoot them with a shotgun like I was definitely having murderer dreams <laughs> last night um, huh. every every dream I have this is a random fact about me this is a weird fact every dream I've had since I was like 20 or 21 takes place during the apocalypse it's different apocalypses apocalypses so sometimes it's like a zombie apocalypse not often Sometimes it's like fire and brimstone raining from the sky. Sometimes there's like 
nuclear yeah sometimes floods sometimes just like everything starts disappearing uh there's all kinds of like weird apocalypses but and it's not always about the apocalypse sometimes it is but sometimes it's just like i'm like talking to a random dude i work with and then there happens to be fire and brimstone raining from the sky yeah and then it's like i'm a dick in your dream and being a dick we call it traumingo which is german for dreamingo uh, he's a dick. He's he's a dick sometimes, but yeah. I never get it confused with actual you. No, I'm just, I'm worried that you will. I have a lot of dreams where like I have no control over that guy. <laughs> I'm like trying desperately to get somewhere during the apocalypse, and I'm in the car with Traumingo, who's supposed to be telling me like what exit to get off at, and he keeps screwing it up or telling me to turn the wrong way, and I just can't get to the place that I want to go, and it's the apocalypse, so it's really important. And Traumingo's goes like, nah, whatever. But I don't think it's you. I know it's not you. That's okay. my weird that dream. That's a dick. Uh, but this was like, no. all sorts of people were shooting other people apocalypse. I told this to my therapist once and he's like, huh. It's like some therapist would immediately tell you that you need to go to intensive inpatient therapy for like a year. He's like, but I think you're fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm good. It's fine. Mm. Just a weird little thing. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, but you were talking about my favorite. My murder. favorite murder. Uh, I it'll be interesting. I sent them so they do two episodes a week. They do one where there's two women who host it, and there's uh, the main episode. They each tell a story of a murder, and then they have a mini episode on Monday where they read letters from people who write in about mm-hmm. hometown murders and other weird stuff. So I sent them one today about a hometown murder. Uh, about my dentist. My previous dentist. The jail dentist? Yep. Oh. Um, I'm going to see if they read it. If they don't read it next week, I will tell the story on our podcast. But I think I told it really well. And it's the kind of story that they'll like. I've listened to a lot of those like reader episodes. So I'm giving it like a good 75% chance of making it on, even though they have... It's like one of the most popular podcasts in the world and tons of people write them. I feel like I did a good job. Um, so... I will either post on social media and talk on our podcast next week about my story being on my favorite murder, or I will tell you the story of my prison dentist. Win, win. Yep. You get the prison dentist story either way, but you're going to have to wait a week. Um, So yeah, I do a ton of podcasts and I did that. I caught up on um, last week's True Crime Garage, Lots of Crime, Conan O'Brien's new podcast this week with Jeff Goldblum, which was charming and weird. As yeah. always, I love that. Um, yeah, my Sirius XM subscription has lapsed, and I was like, I don't care. I just want to listen to podcasts. So it was all good. Wow. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we're back for now. Um, we're not going to be back down in the Keys for a while. You and I are going to go in May because yep. I'm going to run that 100-mile race. Um, we'll be down there for a little bit less than a week. And then sometime in June, I will drive back down with the girls, maybe with GR Dad. Maybe not. Depends. On, we haven't figured out the timing yet. Um, That's real far away. Yeah. GR Dad and I, GR Dad will be down with me at least part of the time. And I'm hoping to spend like middle of June to the end of July. Cool. We'll see, though. It depends because uh, I like GR Dad a lot. And, Weird. Um, and especially when it's, like, nice up here and nice down there. I mean, it's great being able to walk around the house and look out the window and, like, look at the ocean. 
but uh, you're better than that. I would rather look at you than the ocean. Oh, I mean, oh, I would rather look at nice. both at the same time. But if I have to pick, you win. Oh, you're great. That's good. Um, so I don't want to just be like, all right, your dad. Well, it's been nice being married to you for these four <laughs> years, and see I'll you for for six weeks. See you every occasional week that you can take off and long weekends when you can fly down to the keys that's not gonna happen um but i'm in any case we will bring the girls back down for some stretch in the summer and uh for now we're all back up here yep good plan uh but the road trip was good that's the main dog news um i think that's it yeah everyone else is good jasmine gets up the stairs here fine because there's oh that's interesting you didn't carry her up the stairs I did this time, but she came up before on her own. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the... The key? ramp is back. The ramp is back. Yep. Yeah. So there was a story that we talked about from Conk Life that I was like, oh, we got to tell that story. Do you remember what it is? No. All right, hang on. But today gonna... there was like, guy runs over two guys who were throwing rocks at his car. Wait, I missed that one. You're oh, going yeah. to have to Some tell Some guy it. is like in a parking lot and two guys were throwing rocks at his car, so he tried to run them over. Oh. So pretty much everyone <laughs> went to jail. <laughs> it was like very conk lifeian. I guess I didn't read it today because I, I was they driving. they were all drunk. <laughs> That's amazing. Throwing rocks at his car and so he tried to run them over, which all is right. fair. You know, That's... I would do that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'll look up the other one for next week's podcast because yours is perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. I don't remember what yours was. Oh, let me add in here. This is the one other thing I was going to add. I mentioned I ran those 25 miles on Sunday. I did. The way that I did that is that I ran from my house about two miles out to Route 1, which is the one main road, and I caught the bus, the Lower Keys bus. Uh, that ran that just runs up route one and so i caught the bus and uh took it 20 miles north to bahia honda state park which you may have seen on the instagram story and then ran back home so i got to this was so i can practice the route for the race that i'm running in may the 100 mile race and uh it was really interesting because like when i lived in chicago i used to take the bus all the time taking the bus in dc a bunch of the time and it was like such a different experience taking the bus in the keys because it's like all a bunch of conks it's like a bunch of like native keys people everybody's in shorts t-shirts flip-flops it's there's like me and one other woman everybody else is men probably in their 60s there are a few younger guys longish hair balding beards like very much this like stereotype conk guy hippies uh yeah like aging hippies uh i mean everyone was super friendly it was very nice but it's like such a different experience than like the urban bus ride and i don't just mean demographically i mean it you know it's a lot of white people in the keys um like we live in silver spring in maryland which is exceptionally diverse white people are definitely the minority here um maybe not like on our particular block but in the in the city in general and in dc and for a while every time we'd go to the keys i'd be like man it's like a lot of white people here like there's uh and so the bus was mostly white people but independent of that like uh the whole attitude of the thing is different (laughs) there was like one guy uh like a 
dude, aging hippie type dude riding the bus and he yells up to the driver and he's like, hey, Tater, Ricky <laughs> says hi. He's like on his phone. Tater. And Tater, the bus driver, is like, tell Ricky I say hi back. And the dude riding the bus like sends a text message, presumably to Ricky. Uh, it's just like, it's such a small place, right? Like it's 150 miles. It's not even 100,000 people total throughout all of the Keys. 25,000 of them live in Key West. Um, and most of the rest of them live up at the top in like Key Largo and Isla Morada. And so it's real sparse. Everybody kind of knows each other in the middle and lower keys. Everyone knows Tater. And Tater's the bus driver, apparently. He was very nice. I just barely caught the bus. Like, I didn't leave myself as much time as I had planned. And so I, like, bolted up to the bus and ran on and was shoving my little dollar bills in the thing. And I was like, oh, I made it. And he's like, oh, I didn't see you. I would have waited for you. It was, like, real nice. No, if he'd known. Yep. That's good. Um, So that's just my little other taste of the keys no story and i've taken the bus and it was very nice and there's never like you don't get traffic jams in the keys and so it's very efficient it's you know as fast as driving uh and all the bus stops are like there's kind of one stop per island and so it's like upper sugarloaf key it's like a computerized voice it's like this stop is upper sugarloaf key mangrove mama's They've got, like, the name of the restaurant that you're stopping near, just so you know. Like, this one's, this is, like, I don't know which one was, Ramrod Key, before Dion's Chicken. (laughs) And it says, like, that before Dion's Chicken. Dion's Chicken is in a gas station. It's, like, a mobile slash Dion's Chicken. Accurate representation. It just won't show up on Google Maps that way. Yeah. uh, It's... You're like, what's what's this side of Sugarloaf Lodge, you know? Yeah, that's right. Our stop is like Lower Sugarloaf Key slash Sugarloaf Lodge. And uh, yeah, but all, all of them basically were restaurants or like before this or just past the Keys Aqueduct Authority. <laughs> um, that was an interesting little Pretty good. taste of local life. Authentic. Um, you have a German word of the week for us? Fanvi. What is that? Um, literally, it's like distance pain. It's it's the feeling that you ache to be to go away. Oh, to go into the yeah, to go overseas or to go into the distance. Is it kind of like wanderlust? Um, a little bit. Yeah, that's that's more wanting to be active and do stuff. But fanvi is like you have a. A yearning for the exotic, for the oh, far away. That's such a good word. That is a good word, yeah. We don't have an English yeah. word for that. Yeah, well, Germans get a lot of vacation days and fanvi, and then they, they go all over the world. They do. Germans are everywhere. If you know, if you hear someone's getting kidnapped in Morocco, it's probably Germans. <laughs> fanvi. Because they're like, ooh, Bedouins. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a great fanvi. word. Yeah, it's Love a good it. word. It's a good word. Yeah. Yep. Um... All right, well, thanks everyone for putting up with very sleepy GR Mom on this podcast, but I'm going to go to bed now. It's dark. It's dark, and I'm exhausted, so uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, I will be more lucid, and we'll have more (laughs) stories from DC. Oh, you couldn't be more lucid. You're so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm just never lucid. (laughs) That's the alternative. Uh, Anyway, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.